<laughs> what a story, Mark. Doesn't he have like a perverted look on his face? Yeah, it's too fat too. I feel like he's just like... <laughs> Hi doggy. <laughs> oh hey. I didn't see you You touch my dick. <laughs> I didn't see you there. Oh, oh yeah, this is what I look like when, I, when my fur's wet. <laughs> <laughs> Mind if I masturbate for you? <laughs> oh man. Oh, dude, I didn't see the Chewbacca when, when we went. Dude, yeah, they had everybody out there. They had a dude, me and Kylo Ren. They had a Luke Skywalker. They had a R2-D2. We must have just missed it. You went to the 7 o'clock showing? Yeah. We went to the 7.45 show. No, he was still out there when we got out, like, at 10.30. Really? This big, fat Chewbacca dude. He was like, we didn't see him. We must was, have missed him both times. He must have been taking a dump, because that was the fattest Chewbacca I ever saw in my life. Man. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, fuck. Yeah. We got a picture with R2-D2. And like Ray or whatever that Mexican girl trying to be Ray. Yeah. Who do they work for? Do they work for the theater or they get hired? I don't know. Like apparently there's like a production company that like hires people on. And I was like, I made a joke on one of their posts because I actually started following them, like our little our page. Um, and like I put it like because everyone was like commenting like on Wonder Woman, like just like some hot chick being Wonder Woman. Yeah. And I was like, instead of being like that creep that's like saying, oh man, she's hot. I was like. Uh, hey guys, uh, how do I become uh, Aquaman or whatever? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I did see that. <laughs> I was just like, obviously, I'm not gonna be able to play Aquaman, but somebody replied back like, once you get a six pack, Miss Waddell did actually. That was Miss Waddell. That was Miss Waddell. Oh damn, that's good. Yeah, Miss Waddell's good. I can't hate on that because um, I'll probably never have a six pack. Have you ever been to um, what's uh, it's like, it's like a giant bounce house, like right next to. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like they have like birthday parties for kids, and there's just trampolines everywhere, and like you're just oh jumping yeah yeah shit. it's by Templar yeah can't think of the name, but um so um they'll have like birthday parties, so like there's a some dude that dresses like Batman, and he'll like hang out with your kid and do backflips with your kid and things like dude, that. There's gotta be so many pedophiles to sign up for that. Oh, I know. Well, they're they work there, like oh, okay. So like my sister was like, dude, because I have that Punisher outfit. And I was like, dude, I should just dress like the Punisher and show up, and, like, pay people, like, on the weekends. Like, I'll, I'll hang out with your kid for your for a kid's birthday party. It's, I'll, I'll do Mexican it, Mexican Punisher. Slide me, like, $200. Shit. Oh, no, dude, you should have seen their costumes. Like, the Batman's, like, ears are all, like, fucking flopping everywhere. Oh, it was God. so bad. Like, my sister was like, dude, honestly, like, your Punisher suit is better than that guy's Batman suit. Like, his suit was all, like, dripping off of him. He was just like... Yeah. He was like some teenager. He was just like doing it for the cash. I don't know, oh but God. I feel like I, like when I get invested into something, like when I did um, shit, when I did uh, that witch doctor a couple years ago or whatever. Yeah. Like when I get invested into it, dude, I'm like fucking De Niro. Like I'm a method actor, dude. I yeah. become like that character. Like I had like a like a Gambit Louisiana accent like for a man. while. Like I was like <laughs> like all about that shit, dude. That's cool, man. Yeah. You you just saying that makes me want to go eat gumbo right now. Oh, mama me! You also want to do this? What the hell is that? I that's don't know, that's right? the count. What the heck? Right like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Louisiana. It's like Transylvania. I come to suck your crab. I come to suck your crab. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Suck this pipe. Anyways, everybody, welcome to episode twenty-six, the Star Wars episode. Yeah. Um, we're gonna just be discussing the Last Jedi. Our opinions on it. Um, spoiler alert, we talk about everything that happens in there. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, you dumb fuck, it's been out for like almost a week. Um, go watch the movie, then listen to this episode. But if you don't care, if you just want to hear some, some bullshit about this movie, uh, keep listening. Um, also too, I want to shout out, um, Eli Sirota again. Um, he, uh, I guess our last podcast inspired him. To also do a account on his podcast for NEDA, the National Eating Disorder Association. So every time he mentions his cat's name, he donates like I guess fifty cents towards uh, their their cause. And so I guess right now he's like almost at like two hundred, three hundred dollars or whatever. What I know, like he's, that's really impressive. Yeah. So I'm glad like our show is like inspiring other shows to do good shit. Like 
even though we talk about like just like farting and masturbating a lot but yeah i guess we do we have a heart though too yeah um so i think i don't think i mentioned it in the last podcast because we didn't technically have a last <laughs> podcast but uh i think it was 45 dollars that went to autismspeaks.org mm-hmm. and of course i encourage everyone to go and like donate donate because tis the season and you're probably wasting money on people you don't like anyway so yeah. might as well give it to something that actually will benefit um and then probably not on this podcast i might do autism speaks again uh just because i like that foundation a lot but i might i'm also really cool with the people at the fuckcancer.org mm-hmm. foundation and uh so i've been trying to get a hold of them because i kind of want them to like uh not s- not sponsor us i don't want any money from them i'll give them money but yeah. like i really like what they do so maybe maybe in a future episode probably the next one actually i'll we'll do the whole profanity count thing again and then i'll give money to fuckcancer.org and and match it with autism speaks depending on how my paycheck goes <laughs> <laughs> but uh these funds go yeah. but yeah I'm, I'm glad we can uh inspire some podcasts positively but kind of want to cut a promo too on some other podcasts man like i don't mind like people like sharing ideas and stuff like that uh but when you steal our fucking ideas like it's a watermelon in the grocery store or whatever like i kind of get pissed off there's a someone local... did that dude like there's been a bunch oh, of podcasts are you talking about kings taking uh well, i wasn't gonna mention them by oh. name but fuck motherfucker so we did a tupac and biggie episode they do a biggie episode the same week right after us Ooh, we did it on sunday they did it on monday Right? Is that what it was? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. But then also, too, fucking the last episode, we talked about that Jim Carrey documentary. Yeah. And another podcast started talking about that Jim Carrey talk- documentary. Almost verbatim of what we said. And then another one started talking about boy bands. It's talking about if you're a BSB fan or an NSYNC fan. That's our thing. That is fucking our thing, bitch. <laughs> and if you fucking step on our toes one more time, brother... We're fucking fucking. I'm gonna fucking hit you with a rock bottom, and this motherfucker right here is gonna hit you with a Yokozuna splash. Yes, exactly what I was gonna say. (laughs) So, enough of that shit. At least when we steal shit, I give credit to the artists. Yeah. Because I know I steal like fucking uh, uh, copyrighted music all the time, but I give credit. So, next time you guys fucking steal our shit, at least give us credit for it. Because I'm tired of spamming fucking uh, social media. So, with that said, everybody. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Probably start here. Alright, we're getting recording. I don't know what's going on. But, so yesterday, right before Star Wars, um, I was mentioning the fact that there was probably going to be a lot of The Rock movies in here. Oh, like, yeah. The actor, The Rock. So, I'm there. There with the young lady. So, I'm like, asking her, like, jokingly asking, like, hey, how many trailers do you think there's going to be for Rock movies? <laughs> and, like, like, three Rock movies came up. And really? like, yeah, man, there were so many movies with The Rock. I saw Jumanji, but what other ones were there? Jumanji rampage which we actually mentioned the video based on the video game rampage there's already a fucking trailer for that yeah there's it looks so bad man i think he just shot that like two weeks ago it looks <laughs> so bad it doesn't even make sense so you're familiar with their game rampage yeah. where like they're just destroying buildings yeah that's what that's what it is so he has a pet monkey that mutates and he's like seven feet tall now or actually that's pretty small but he's like <laughs> 70 feet. he's like seven stories tall now and like there's like a wolf that also mutates and like there's also a crocodile that also mutates it looks fucking stupid like so is this like the new progression of the rock like he's gonna do like video game and board game movies now like oh yeah like i love the rock like like when he first started like saying like okay i'm putting wrestling on the side to do movies like like at first, I was like, "Fuck yeah, you're gonna do, you're gonna bring back," because he was all about like the cheesy, like Arnold, like cheesy, like Sylvester Stallone, like movies from the '80s, like like Predator and stuff like that. Like that's him. Like he's really into those things. And I remember I kind of dragged you to a couple of those too. Like one, uh, I think like GI Joe or something. Scorpion King. Oh, GI Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. And I'm cool with that. Like I'm cool with that. <laughs> but what I'm not cool with is when he does fucking like the Tooth Fairy and like. 
shit like that. Dude, he has more Tooth Fairy movies, like Tooth Fairy bullshit movies. Um, I posted it on Facebook just a minute ago, like saying like who has worse movies, Nicolas Cage or The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> and like my sister made an argument that he's really good in Moana. Oh yeah, he's really see when he when when The Rock stays to what he's good at. Yeah, like, he's great. Like like Central Intelligence. I don't know if you've seen that movie. That movie's really fucking funny. No, I like that's that. like when you asked me a couple episodes ago, like what makes The Rock so great. Like, watch Central Intelligence, and you'll see why. Like, that's, that's a great movie. Like, okay. that, that's the displays. Like, Is that him and Kevin Hart? Yeah, and I know you don't like Kevin Hart, but, uh, they, like, he's funnier than Kevin Hart in that movie. Like, that's uh, The Rock hitting his stride. Like, but, like, when he does, like, these other movies, like, it's just like, oh, God, dude. Dude, like, he, he, in Rampage, he plays, like, a brokenhearted scientist, and he's just like, oh, no. Like, his, like, gorilla's name. I don't know. He's like an albino gorilla. And he's like, oh no, don't hurt Charlie or something like that. Like the military's trying to kill his gorilla. And it's just like, dude, nobody buys you as a scientist. Like, you're like bigger than the army, dude. <laughs> like, there's no scientist that has that much time to train. And it's like fucking like when Arnold was doing those stupid movies, like where he was like Mr. Mom and stuff like that. Like, it's like, that's what it reminds me of. It's just like, God damn it, Arnold, just be commando. Yeah, just stick to what you're good at. Kevin Spacey wouldn't do a movie about being a bodybuilder, so. No, I know. I don't know. Don't stay in your lane, man. Anyways, I just wanted to get out some <laughs> rock banter. Speaking of The Rock, dude. Um, well, not speaking of The Rock. Like, <laughs> I'm pissed off right now, dude. What, like, what The Rock do? <laughs> no, the rock, the rock didn't do anything, dude. I'm pissed off at Star Wars, dude. You're pissed off at Star Wars? Dude, like, honestly, like, I know this is a Star Wars, like, like episode, so I guess we might as well just jump oh, yeah, into just it right jump now. jump into it. Like, Greg, our good friend Greg, uh-huh. fucking, he said, before I watched that movie, he was like, let me know what you think as soon as you get out of the movie theater. I was like, all right, no problem, man. And I was totally, like, invested in this movie. Like, I think I spent, like, $60 at the concession stand getting, like, all the, like, merch and swag or whatever. Yeah. Like, I think I got, like, four popcorn holders. Like, I got one that looks like goddamn Chewbacca. Like, Dude, those are sick. Yeah. yeah. We, I mean, we ate out of those, too. It's, it's it's even funner to eat out of that. Yeah. Than to eat out of a skull. It's fun. Like, yeah. in, like, the whole Star Wars thing. Like, I was... When I was, like, showering or whatever, I was listening to fucking the Star Wars theme on Pandora. Like, the whole John Williams soundtrack and yeah, shit. Like good stuff. Everything surrounding Star Wars is fun. Like, and this is somebody like me. Yeah. Like, I'm not necessarily a big Star Wars fan. Like, I know there's people that, like, nerd out about it and, like, know every, like, fucking fan fiction novel and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, like, what you call a casual fan. Like, I'll watch the movies. Like, you know... I know, I know the basic premise and, like, the main storyline of it, but, like, I just love, like, the funness of it. And, like, that's why I was glad, like, Disney was taking over it because Disney, they're all about fun, you know? Yeah. And so I go into this movie thinking it's going to be, like, the dark version of the first movie. Uh, the Force Awakens? The Force Awakens, yeah. And they always kind of follow, follow this premise where it's, like, there's going to be, like, a really lighthearted one and a dark one. And I was thinking this one's going to be... The Empire Strikes Back version? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And... I was thinking it was gonna be like that. All the, all the promos. It looked darker. Like, all the, even the cup that I'm looking at right now. Like, there's so much darkness. Like, it, it looks like it's gonna be in this movie. Yeah. And this movie was like the biggest pile of fucking bullshit. Like to me, this was the worst Star Wars movie I've ever seen, dude. Like, if Rogue One, like, cause me and you kind of agree, like that might be the best Star. I Wars love movie. Rogue One. Rogue One might be the best Star Wars movie. Yeah. The The Last Jedi might be the worst Star Wars movie. Like this, I, this this movie is the reason why Donald Trump got elected president. I don't think it's the worst because I've seen the Phantom Menace way too many times to think <laughs> this is the worst. Dude, I dig the Phantom Menace way more than this. The Phantom. Okay, so like I would trade. I I would if Jar Jar Binks had like a cameo appearance, like it would make this movie better. Ah, uh, nah. I'm gonna completely disagree <laughs> with you. I'm gonna completely disagree. It's not the worst. It's not even the second worst, but. And we're not counting, like, the Ewok solo movies, right? The ones where it's just Ewoks. Because Ewoks had their own Christmas special. <laughs> you know, We're not going to count any of that. We'll just stick to the canon, like, the, movies that are out. Okay. And, yeah, I, I think it's... Here are my... Let me just jump straight into my issues with it. Okay. Since you've already kind of crapped on it. I don't hate the movie. 
But here, the main... And that, oh, there's going to be so many spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, just go ahead and stop listening right now. Yeah, listen next week when you actually watch it. Yeah. So here are a couple of my issues with the movie right off the bat. Um, going from episode... Um, seven? Episode 7, Force Awakens, to this one. In every Star Wars movie, there's a good 5 to 10 year gap. Yeah. So it's that's usually the thing is from from episode three to episode four is the biggest gap. I think that's a twenty year gap. So um, every movie has that. This is the first movie that was not going to have that. So this one literally picks up right when Ray's handing him the lightsaber, mm-hmm. and that's what's going on. So you're picking up exactly where the last one left off, which is weird for a Star Wars movie, and it gives you very little flexibility. So right away, like, every Star Wars nerd knew that. Like, if you were aware of how the last one ended, you knew how this was going to start, and you were you wanted them. Like, they wrote themselves into a corner, and a very tight corner, that you wanted them to see why they would do that. And so there were a lot of things that they were writing themselves into. Ray's parents. Who are they? Who is Snoke? What happened between uh, Luke and... Uh, Ben, ben Kenobi, Kylo Ren. Why is Kylo Ren named Kylo Ren? They're not Siths anymore. Siths. So, like, they don't follow the Darth and the Lord's background. So now it's they have the Knights of Ren. Oh, and then who are the Knights of Ren? Which I was not going to let them slide by not mentioning the Knights of Ren, even though they were a big deal in the first one and then completely forgotten yeah. in this one. So, anyways, so, they were, so those are the questions that were posed. And then... But the very first thing I noticed about this one was uh, Force Awakens, C-3PO has a red arm. and this one, he has a gold arm again. And it's like, dude, no time has passed. Why is he back to having a gold <laughs> arm? Like, this is like minutes later. Why does he have a gold arm again? Yeah. Like, So that rubbed me the wrong way. And I was like, all right, not going to let you slide on that. So that was like the first thing. Already he was starting to rub me the wrong way. It's like, ah, I gotta explain that. Because they even emphasized it in, in 7 that he had a red arm. And yeah. he's like, oh, you probably don't recognize me because I have a red arm now. And it's like, alright, you did nothing with that. Um, that was issue 1 for me. The th- whole thing with Ray's parents building up to like, oh, we're gonna have a big reveal, big reveal. Oh, your parents are no one. It- See, to me, like, okay, uh, spoiler alert again, if you're still listening, fuck you. Um, where they just say like, oh, there were nobody like when Ren or Ben Kenobi tell or Ben Solo or whatever tell, tells her like there were nobody. They were just drunks that sold you off for fucking beer money or whatever. Yeah, like, I kind of feel like like that's some bullshit or whatever. Like it's probably gonna be revealed that her parents are fucking somebody like Luke and somebody else or whatever and Chewbacca. I don't know, but it, it, like I feel like that was just like a red herring kind of thing, but. At the same time, like, I feel like they spent too much time focusing on, like, these other characters. Oh, yeah. To the, As opposed to, because if this movie, like, cause this movie, like I said, had so much potential to be, like, a fucking classic. Because Kylo Ren or Ben or whatever his fucking name's supposed to be, like, he's, he's like a, actually an interesting character. Like, he's got this conflict in him. Even though he's kind of a bitch, kind of like Anakin, like, in the, the, the prequel movies, yeah. he's still an interesting character. Like, there's there's some meat there. You got Leia, who's still in that movie. You got Luke Skywalker finally coming back for a Star Wars movie. And then you got, like, the new um, baby face of it, um, Rey. Yeah. Who, they all kind of play, like, like background characters to, like, fucking um, Finn and, like, the fat Asian chick. And fucking, I didn't... I, okay. And, I, I, I though, like, to me, it was just, like, it was, like, the first Batman movie where it's, like... Or no, the first two Batman movies um, with um, Tim Burton, where it's like Batman isn't even like the main person of this movie. It's like more about a movie about Penguin than it is Batman, yeah. or it's more more a movie about Joker than it is Batman. And it's just like you got your main characters playing supporting roles to like your actually your actual supporting characters. Like I think fucking Finn, whoever the black kid is, like yeah. he got more screen time than Ray, and it's just like like that's like or even maybe even equal to it than like the actual like main characters like the actual story that it's about like his little bullshit i'm gonna jump on the fucking um ship and hijack their fucking thing like his story was like more like spread out than the actual like real story of the movie yeah i agree i thought that whole like 
weird scene where they go to the casino planet was like a waste like did oh you my. need all that like it was like that episode of stranger things that i told you about yeah where they go to chicago yeah it was just like the most useless fucking piece of story ever it, it all okay not to spoil the ending if you haven't seen it again fuck you you shouldn't be listening yeah but it all goes to that at the very end where the little kid pulls the broom using the force and yeah. you find out oh there's gonna be new jedi yeah. which is bullshit because not even Luke, when he was a young, not even Anakin as a little kid, had those kind of force powers where he was moving things with the force. Yeah. And here's the thing. Oh, God. And I don't want to, like, ruin people's parades, but uh, uh, Jedis don't have that kind of ability. <laughs> like, it's those are the, like, because they're usually driven by hate and anger and, uh-huh. like, fear. That's why they have such, like, like more control of the force. I don't know. I, I hated that. And I didn't want to spoil that, but I was like, that's not a Jedi. Like, Jedis don't do that. Like, I was just like, man, this is so much bullshit. And like I said, I'm a casual fan, and I was starting to catch on onto stuff like that. Like, and I was just like, wait a minute. Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, that is some fucking, like, again, to reference Stranger Things, like, that's some Eleven type shit. That's not some Jedi type shit. Like, yeah. you gotta go fucking in the trenches with fucking Master Yoda and shit before you learn how to do that kind of Dude, shit. Dude, it was, I thought it was so much bullshit. Like, the fact that, like, Luke had to go to Dagobah and, like, train over there and, mm-hmm. like, just had to move little rocks. And he's, like, training with Yoda on his head and stuff like that. And now little yeah. kids are, like, doing that. And I'm like, man, it makes those movies, like, not as cool. And it's like... They were writing themselves into a corner with episode seven. Yeah. They hype. They they put so many question marks out there, and here they just like threw them all out the window. Yeah. Like so the the next big thing for me is, um, Snoke. It's like Snoke is built up as this ancient evil that's been around for millennia, and he saw the rise and fall of the empire. So you're kind of expecting like, oh man, they're gonna like. This is going to be the big reveal of who he is and why he's so damaged and how he became so powerful after Palpatine. Nope. Nope. No reveal. He just dies. And it's just like... Even my girlfriend was asking me about that, too. Perla, she was asking me. She was like, well, who is this guy? Like, I don't... I kind of remember him from, the, like, the first movie, Episode 7. Yeah. Because we watched that right before this. And she goes, but what, why is he so important? Why is he so badass or whatever? And it's just like... It's just like they just kind of threw him out there, and it's just like, well, why? Why do you care? Why do you? Why should you hate this guy? Yeah. So, th- and they gave oh you none of that. God. It's such like poor like character development. All, the funny thing is, like nerds online had all these theories. They thought it was going to be like uh, Darth Plagueis or Darth Bane, and like Darth Plagueis is the guy that gave life to Anakin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know that, but that's why he had like a virgin birth because he just created life. From like midi chlorions <laughs> so Ooh. he that's how he got hit, uh anakin's mom pregnant or whatever so there's like this whole thing of like oh so this is going to be the guy that kind of started the whole thing and they're going to reveal that that was darth plagueis this whole time and he didn't actually die because palpatine would have killed darth plagueis and then palpatine becomes darth sidious so it was like this that was going to be like the a lot of people thought that was going to be the big reveal or it was going to be darth bane who darth bane created the rule of two and that's why like there's usually a master and apprentice and then like when the apprentice becomes strong enough he kills his master and then he picked on the new one and that's why the Siths turn to be like tend to be more powerful than jedi because they're constantly driven by being like more powerful so that's what a lot of people thought this is going to be like a old like dying version of darth bane and like no he was just like no one it was just like what the hell is that like who was that guy? He's a throwaway character. And it doesn't even make sense because are you telling me that somebody that powerful, Yoda never picked up on him, Luke never picked up on him, like even go like if he was that old Qui-Gon. Are you telling me Darth Sidious never picked up on that guy? Like no one, Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan? Mm-hmm. I was just like no one picked up on him. There was a point where the where like there was a Jedi Council and no one picked up on him. And I get it that the the Jedi Council didn't pick pick up on uh Darth Sidious, but Darth Sidious was like a master manipulator. This guy it was just like, I've just been chilling in the corner the whole time. It's just like, you gotta explain that shit. Like, it's and, just bad writing. Yeah, just to piggyback on that, when he even says that you're equal, like when he was talking to, to Ben or Kylo Ren or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's like, when your equal rolls up, when you rolls up. Like, okay, like it, it, it pinpoints that. There's always going to be an equal to that because the force mm-hmm. is supposed to be kind of like a yin and yang kind of thing like that. So when an evil person rises up, their equal has to pop up. Well, who's this motherfucker's equal? Was it Luke? Who, who, who was yeah. it? You know, they never really explained that either. And, like, that was bothering me. I was like, well, who's his uh, Jedi 
um, equal in the force or whatever. And it's yeah. like they don't explain that either, and it just makes no sense. Yeah, there were a couple of things that I didn't I didn't get about him. I, I didn't know where they were going. I don't know if he... I thought at the very end they were going to show that he was still kind of alive or something. Yeah, when they zoomed in on his face. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is going to be... Because a lot of... Um, what's his name? Um, Darth Maul. Same thing. He was cut in half, but Darth Maul survived his injuries. Yeah, he becomes like a crab or some shit. Yeah, he like gets metallic legs and stuff. And he gets like... He goes crazy with the anger. Um, but anyways, I thought that we were going to do something like that. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, nothing happened. Like, yeah. he was just, just dead. And now it's like is now kylo ren's the main bad guy and like kylo ren doesn't have an apprentice so he's not following the rules of two he's not he's not a sith so it's just like what what are you and then now you have to explain like you have to explain like what are the knights of ren and why he has taken on the name ren and not darth ren and like and things like that it's just like or like not uh darth kylo or whatever it would be yeah it's just like what the hell like you can't just do that like you think we weren't paying attention to that last one like people have broken down that last one like scene by scene and to just like spit this one out and be like well that's what happened yeah and it feels like, if to me it feels like a college student like when you like wait till the last minute to write a term paper yeah like i've written some fucking a plus term papers and this is like when i like like when, on the first day of class and they give you the syllabus like all right you got this big term paper do it in 10 weeks you better write it and it's like i've written a plus papers like when i've been on it like from day one and then I've also written some like C plus papers or C minus papers when it's like, oh shit, like I only got two weeks to do it. And that's what this movie kind of feels like. It's just like, all right, guys, we gave you two years to like follow up your, your episode seven, which I had a lot of issues with, but it was still a fun movie and I didn't really have any too, too many glaring problems with. I just thought yeah. I followed the, a new hope too much, um, that storyline. But other than that, it was a fun movie. It was great. Like I didn't have any problems with the new characters. Like the yeah. character development was awesome. Like, it moved the story along, you know, like, I was like, all right, they'll just build upon this. And it's just like, this one, they kind of like, I felt like they were like, oh, God. we're too busy writing The Rock's uh, new movie. Like, uh, we just kind of got in a room like last week and pulled you know this out of our ass. You know what's really annoying that you, like, okay, because I liked episode, I liked The Force Awakens. Like, yeah, I, me too. I liked it too. I, I remember when I saw it, I was like, Jesus, like, that was so exciting to see, like, on the big mm-hmm. screen. Like, I was just like, I like. I wanted to like tear up. It was so exciting for me because Star Wars is so like it feels so personal. That was like you know Your like childhood. Yeah, that's my childhood. You know when I was really young, that's when like Episode One, Two, and Three came out, and then by Three I was like already like old enough to like really appreciate the other ones. But like when One came out, I was really really young. And my dad took me to that, and I was like obsessed with that, and like so it feels really personal to me. So even though one, I feel like now I look back at it and this is like, oof, that's a 30 minute story that they just turned into a two, <laughs> two hour movie. Yeah. So like, like, I, I still gotta agree though. I, I like episode one way more. Than really? Like oh my God. Jar Jar Bing sucks. The pod racing scene sucks. I would trade the fat Asian chick in this movie for Jar Jar Bing. Okay. I will say this. I thought one of the cool things about this movie, and I don't know if you noticed it, but it ties into episode one. Every time that they talk to each other on their little like, um, walkie-talkie cell phone mm. things. It's a woman's razor, and that's a nod to um, Qui Gon Jinn when he talks back to Obi Wan because in the ship and Qui Gon is out in the city. Uh-huh. They're talking to each other on women's razors that they oh. just spray paint silver. So like, I thought that was like a really cool nod to to Episode One because oh, I was okay. just like, oh dude. I didn't, obviously I wasn't gonna like be like talking the entire way through the movie, but I was just like. Oh, I wanted to like yeah. that's a woman's razor and that's to totally shit on this movie like there are some cool like really cool parts of this oh, movie oh yeah there's definitely some cool some parts some very good parts like you can tell like J.J. Abrams like that was J.J. Abrams influence on all the really cool parts but like the shitty parts was a different director this isn't J.J. yeah no no I know but like you can tell like he still had like some input on it because yeah. I think he still executive produced it um, but that was another thing too like okay I want to talk about the characters like okay like the background characters like Finn and then that fat Asian chick. And then, like, who's it? The Gwendolyn Christie, the, the chick, the tall chick from Game of Thrones or whatever. Oh, yeah. They built these people up as being, like, badasses. And they just kind of, like, dump them in there. And, like, automatically the black guy Finn, like, she just, he just kills her right off the bat. And it's just like, really? Like, this is supposed to be, like, one of your crucial, like, players. Okay, I don't have that big of a deal with that. Is mainly because people love Bubba Fett. And Bubba Fett is like the most built up character that does nothing in Star Wars. And That's like, true. And I'll so, give you that, but like at the same time, it's just like when you see like promotions for this, like you see like that, like the all silver fucking yeah. like 
oh, stormtrooper yeah. or whatever. And it's just like you would think like she would have a better better role in this film, which would make it better in my opinion. I, oh, there's little things I do like about her character, like I the fact too. that like her suit is silver for a reason. It's like those are the old imperial ships, like the one that uh, Princess Amidala uses. Uh, she she had a silver ship, and that's an uh, that's kind of like a nod to those things because she wants to keep the she she has kind of like this romantic view of what the empire used to be and she wants to bring it back to that and yeah. that's why she uses the chrome suit and see they don't explain any of that yeah. and it, like the whole fucking like when they go to like that las vegas town like you could have spent all that time like having some like some bad guy <laughs> moments with her and like you could instead of having like bad guy moments with like fucking who's that that redheaded guy like the commander or whatever oh like, hooks he, yeah you totally didn't like he should have had like a minimalist role put Gwendolyn christie's role like in there like it would have been meant so much more when she died because she could have done some bad bad girl shit that yeah. would have fucking like made you hate her but instead you just kind of kill someone and you're like well you just kind of wasted a million dollars putting this actor in this movie for nothing yeah and you spent all this time with like the fat asian chick and finn like for no reason and they basically don't do anything except get caught and it's just like god that was such a waste of time <laughs> and the whole time i was thinking about it because like i literally almost fell asleep like during their parts I was thinking, I was like, why are they, are they spending so much time on these characters? And I was just like, oh, fuck, I get it. Like, and I said earlier, this movie is the reason why Donald Trump got elected president because it was so much of a like, all right, we need to put an Asian person here. We need to put a black person here. We need to put a Mexican guy right here. Just so like everyone's happy. And it's just like, God, no, like that, like make, that's so much more racist than anything else because it's just like, <laughs> Like, I'm surprised there wasn't a Hindu guy in there, too. Like, you just gave him a bullshit-ass story. It's just, like, so demeaning. And I was just like, God, like, this is what you're doing. You're trying to, like, please everybody instead yeah. of trying to make, tell, like, a good story. Like, and, like, it, it pissed me off so much that when Finn, like, when he was getting ready to, like, kamikaze into, like, that battering oh, yeah, ring. I'm glad you bring that up. Yeah, I, I was like, fucking die. Fucking die. Because to me, he's, like, the Tyrese of, like, this fucking movie. Like, in Fast and the Tyrese. Furious. <laughs> Like, I hate Tyrese's character. He serves no purpose. He's only in there because he was in one of the original movies or whatever. And you're just kind of, like, dragging him along. Yeah. And, like, this movie reminded me of Fast and Furious where it's like, okay, we got our token Asian guy. We got our token black guy. We got our token, um, you know, sexy white guy. We got, our you know, we got all these token characters where it's just like, all right, yeah. this is how we're going to make a billion dollars. We're just going to put all the ethnicities in there and we're yeah. going to give them, like, bullshit-ass roles so everyone's kind of pleased or whatever. And it's just like, no, like, just tell a good story. And then, like, people will gravitate towards, like, whoever they see themselves in. Not just whoever, okay, he's got the same color skin as me. Because it's just like, it, I'll, I'll go back to wrestling. The reason why Stone Cold Steve Austin got over so much more than, like, any other character is because he was true to himself. And yeah. he was a badass. He was like Han Solo. Where it's just like, he said what was on his mind. He did what he wanted to do. And it's just like he didn't get over because like all the rednecks gravitated towards him because some of Stone Cold's like biggest fans are like black dudes who shared nothing in common with Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was a redneck who goes hunting and drinks beer. Like, but they just like him because he's himself, like Han Solo. Yeah. And like that's another fucking thing that pissed me off about this movie. There was like nobody that took the reins as the Han Solo character. Yeah. And that's what makes Star Wars fun. Yeah, I okay. I didn't really have a problem with their races, but but at the same time, I because pandering. It was pandering. Um, in um, not New Hope in uh, Rogue One. So I don't know if you know that, but those two characters that they meet when they're in Jeddah and they're like Asian characters. Mm -hmm. Those characters were added later on, and a lot of it had to do with the studio wanting to add Asian characters because it sells more to an Asian market. Yeah. So those were not the original characters. The original characters that were going to be played by those it was like some you'll you kind of see them in the background. It's like the big like it looks kind of like a like a Wookiee but white, and he has like a backpack. Oh, he was yeah, supposed yeah. to actually be that character, but they like cut him out and like replace him with those two characters. But I think Rogue One did so much of a better job because it's like you don't think of it like oh they're pandering to an Asian crowd. Like they did it more artistically, where it's just like they actually they are actually were badass characters. You had like this, this blind blind master splinter guy like doing badass shit yeah yeah no i agree but they but, did they did the same thing there was an indian guy was a pilot there was an mm -hmm. asian guy so i but there is there has been that emphasis in star wars movies that like 
And then there's like a Hispanic guy, and he's got the thick accent in that one. So it's yeah. like there has been an emphasis on Star Wars movies to try to be a little more like diverse. Diverse. So th- there has been. That but, actually doesn't. See, but, but but that's the, the that's the difference though because Rogue One like. Yeah, there's diversity in that movie, but it like seemed like more organic diversity. Oh, I definitely agree with that. And it's just like, okay, that makes sense. You're not pandering, like, okay, you got to make sure the Asian guy has as much time as like the 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 night before guy who's Indian, and you got to have the Mexican guy. He's got to have just as much screen time. It's just like all their roles kind of like just like they made sense. It was cool to see. Yeah, uh, you dug it. Whereas this one is just like, all right, like we're gonna fucking make sure like. Fucking Finn has as much time as Poe, as who has as much time as Ray, and she's like, "Well, this movie isn't about fucking Finn. It's about fucking Ray and Ben Solo and Skywalker. Like, it, it's about them. And then like, you guys can play like a crucial part of it, but don't fucking pander and like, like try to make their role better just because you're trying to appease a certain market. Just write a good story." I agree. I I thought it was bad. That's writing. why people voted for Trump because of that shit. Because <laughs> people. <laughs> People won't say Merry Christmas. They keep yeah. saying Happy Holidays. Uh, which, <laughs> which might be our next episode, by the way. Christmas? Yeah, uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I actually thought that scene where like Finn's about to like sacrifice himself, Like I feel like that would have been like a really powerful scene. And all of a sudden, that girl just goes and ruins it for him. Yes. And then it's like, how, does, how is he, she so sure that by crashing into his ship, she wouldn't have killed both of them? Right. And it's just like, why would you do that? Like, I, when that happened, I was like, what, what, why? Like, that was like, that was about to become like the Empire Strikes Bad sad ending, like where it's like, oh man. And then like, like, like hope is kind of like at an all-time low right now right like we didn't uh, we didn't get that it was just kind of like and then they shut the door down and it's just like that would have if they would have done like that it would have made it much more a badass scene for when luke comes back like yeah it would have made his scene so much better i man i i i'll save luke for my last thing about like things i want to talk about but okay there was one more thing that i wanted to talk about can't think of it now was, was it kylo ren's pecs he's I, was, I was surprised how buff he was yeah he's a good looking good looking I, cat i gotta say this though like it was like one of those moments like those man man uh man crush moments so i was yeah. like damn i actually really liked kylo ren's performance like me too he, and i hate it i didn't i didn't want to say i hated it like in episode seven but like that was one of the drawbacks i was like oh he's kind of like hating christensen a little bit but like this one like i was like you know what, dude? You're like one of the, like the highlights of this. He movie. was the highlight of the movie. Every time he was on camera, you dug it. You dug it, and his facial expressions, like when he's gonna go kill his mom, and he looks like he's like really crying, and you kind of feel it for him. Uh huh. I was just like, oh, here's the other thing. Now I remember what I was going back to killing <laughs> his mom. So obviously Carrie Fisher is dead in real life. So when he's about to go kill his mom, and he doesn't do it, and the stormtroopers do it for him. I was like, oh my god, like, I feel like that would have been, like, a much more powerful moment if they would have actually killed her yeah. in the movie and, like, done it like that, like, where it's just, like, now he's gonna live with the regret of, like, both of his parents are dead, yeah. and, like, and, like, there it is, like, now he's, like, now he's forever gonna live with that pain. Instead, they keep her around, like, I don't understand why they keep they, her around. And they keep dragging her along, too, it's yeah. just, like... Even at the end, like, when they look at each other and, like, they're going to get ready to board the ship, like, her and Ray, they look at each other. I was like, okay, she's going to stay behind and sacrifice herself so yeah. that way they can escape. No, she still gets on the ship. And it's just like, you keep teasing that she's going to die. Now you wrote yourself into a corner again. Ugh. Where it's just like, well, how do you explain that Princess Leia is not going to be in the last movie? Like, And it's like, you've, you've killed yourself from a potential, like, epic moment in the Star Wars universe. Like, Princess Leia dying. Mm-hmm. Instead, you you keep her alive till the next movie. So now you either have to use old footage or CGI or, and what I think a lot of like right away as soon as it happened, here's how I think the next episode is going to start. It's going to be a crawl saying, Princess Leia has died. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just going to like show you like the funeral or something like that. And I'm just like, that sucks. Like yeah. that's a shitty way to start the next movie. Mm-hmm. Like you had the opportunity to get everyone's like, heartbroken right away and become emotionally invested into it 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 rubbed me the wrong way the entire way through 
And it's just like, what my idea would have been is when we were coming home from the movie is, okay, like, when you see Luke, I guess, pass away or whatever. Um, because the whole premise of the first, or I guess episode six through, or four through six or whatever, is how Luke and Leia have, like, this connection, right? Uh-huh. They're bound to each other because they're twins. Yeah. Is when Luke passed away using the Force, um, or passed away because he overused the Force or whatever, like, something in Leia would have, like, caused her to pass away, too. Like, that would have been a... a I mean, it would have been, like, a second... I mean, yeah. the way you explain would have been the best way, but then the, the second way would have been, like, another one where, like, okay, like, she kind of collapses when, once Luke disappears or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, maybe she had a stroke or a heart attack or whatever, but, like, once Luke's gone... Her balance is gone too, and like that explains her like, no, I'm gonna stay behind, and then she kind of passes away. Here's what I would have liked to see her do. So you know when like everyone evacuates to like those ships that are like going to the planet, and then that um, purple-haired lady who oh God, who was another not character, even, who was not even a character in the previous one. No one saw her coming. There was nothing about her in any of the books leading up to this that, was that such introduced a her. Bullshit ass role. So they introduced her for some weird reason, and um. So anyways, I think Princess Leia should have stayed behind the ship and she said, no, this is like, this is my final thing. And she's the one that like cuts the ship in half and like exactly. that. That would have been a much more powerful yes. moment than anything that they were like ended up doing. And then it's like, why would you kill Luke in this movie? You, He's the, he's the surviving like last, like true uh, Skywalker. You kill him off and now you don't have him for the last movie where yeah. like. Ray, if okay, and then here's the other thing that really bothers me, because this one's happening in real time. This is hours after episode seven minutes. Yeah, so you're just so if you go day by day, the amount of time that Ray was on that little <laughs> island with him, she has like four days of training, yeah. and it's just like, what the hell? How did she's not ready? She only has four days of training. When even Luke, even when, fucking Yoda has to come back from the dead. To fucking, like, finish off fucking Luke's training in this fucking movie. And it's just like, you mean to tell me, like, Rey is, like, already set? Like... Yeah, yeah. When Luke goes back to Dagobah, like, he's... There's so... First of all, there's years... Because there's years in between Star Wars movies. So there's years of him training on Dagobah. Then he goes back to train more on Dagobah to watch Yoda die. And then he kind of, like, the whole, like, concept of, like, you're never really dead in the Force. Like, you're just... Mm -hmm. So that concept is, it like fully introduced and in, in that one and it kind of creates that beautiful moment where like at the very end where he sees his dad and yoda and obi-wan and it's just like oh we're all united through the force but she never gets that she has four days of training where she just like moves rocks and like cuts a rock in half with a lightsaber and like i don't even know like she never gets any real lightsaber training and mm-hmm. like uh it, it really bothers me because it's like there's there's and that's where it gets pretty nerdy again. So every... Oh, I actually do like that concept that Ray's lightsaber gets cut in half. Yeah. Because she's been training with the bow staff the whole time. So every lightsaber is unique to the person that's using it, wielding it. Yeah. And so um, I kind of hope that she gets a like lightsaber staff. That'd be like badass. Yeah. Because it would fit her fighting style much, much better. Anyways, besides that... Um, she has no training. Like he's he never trains her with lightsaber. And the fact that Luke uses a green lightsaber means that he's not uh he's not more of he's more of a like thoughtful Jedi than an actual fighting Jedi. That's what the green lightsaber means. But oh, okay. So uh so he doesn't even train her. She uses a blue blue lightsaber, which is actually Obi Wan's lightsaber. That's why oh, she yeah. has that. That Obi One uses a blue lightsaber. That's true. Yeah. Um, the only reason Luke had it is because he got his arm cut off, and that he was using Obi One's lightsaber. He doesn't actually create that lightsaber. So like that's always bothered me the fact that like why is she she has to create her own lightsaber because that's kind of your graduation into becoming a real Jedi. And so like I'm glad they kind of like broke her lightsaber in half, and now she has to go create one. Yeah. So I kind of dug that too because then it showed that crystal that's in there. Oh right yeah, there. the Kyber crystal. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty excited that I don't know if they're going to continue using that same Kyber crystal because that's Obi Wan's Kyber crystal. Like, mm-hmm. no offense, but she shouldn't use that. No, <laughs> it's kind of disrespectful. <laughs> but she should. They should have her go to like Jetta, where Jetta is where they would mine the the Kyber crystal. So I hope that they have a scene with her like traveling to Jetta, which ties into Rogue One, where they actually introduce Jetta. Yeah. 
Um, so that'd be kind of cool, but oh man, there are just so many plot holes. Yeah. And to me, it just seems so thrown together. And it's just like somebody, like I said, someone speaking as a very casual fucking Star Wars fan. Yeah. Like, and I'm noticing all this shit. It seems like somebody just wrote this movie not even watching any of the previous ones at all. I think when when we texted each other, I was like, hey, man, this feels like the Star Wars movie for like the non-Star Wars fan. Because yeah. the non-Star Wars fan would not catch all that shit. Like, this movie would have been fine, too, I think, if it was like one of those like auxiliary star wars movies that are gonna come out every single year now yeah like it would have been fine or like if it was like the han solo movie or whatever that's yeah. coming out in may like i would have had no problem with that i've been like oh okay but this is like one of your core movies like yeah. this is gonna be lined up next to like all the originals <laughs> this one's even gonna be lined up with the prequels which get shitted on all the time yeah and like like i said looking back on it like to me like this is my least favorite star wars movie like I, I like my girlfriend said it the best. She says, she said, when you come out of watching a Star Wars movie, you kind of want to rewatch the originals. You kind of want to rewatch the whole story again. You want to kind of like reinvest yourself into Star Wars, submerge yourself into like all of like uh, that world again, you know? Yeah. And like this one, you're like, I'm good. Like, I'm good on Star Wars for like until May, until the Han Solo movie comes out. Like, I don't want to see I'm, nothing Star Wars. I'm actually, we actually like, put on like, um, what's it called? The, uh, the Inglorious Bastards, because like we we both said like okay after this movie we need to see what like a real classic movie is like yeah and we watch like Inglorious Bastards which is just like fucking classic dude oh my god dude I have okay so now that we've gotten all those out of the way well one I'm not excited to see the Han Solo movie right now like they need to do some fucking fans like they need to like get some real nerds to go in there and like write in those plot holes because that is just like. I, dude, there's way nerdier Star Wars fans than I am, and there, I've noticed all these things. I'm sure there's even more like detailed. Yeah, I'm not even a nerdy. Like I said, nerdy Star Wars fan, and I'm still no, I'm noticing all this bullshit too. Okay. Yeah. Well, now is the my biggest thing. My biggest issue is Luke Skywalker in this movie, uh -huh. and the reason why he's my biggest issue is so no Jedi, no one on in the galaxy has the experience that he has because he's kind of the last remaining uh jedi and he has the experience of churning his dad who was like the most like corrupted like he let himself be corrupted by the dark side and he let his feelings take over and his fears take over and he has the experience of turning his dad who was known as like the most like good guy turned corrupt guy in the galaxy turning him back to the light side and redeeming himself at the very end where he's like no just take my helmet off i just want to like look at you with my own eyes for the first for for the first time in the last time or whatever and then um so he has that experience like luke skywalker if anybody understands turning someone who is bad into redeeming themselves and turning them back into good it's luke skywalker because he did it with his dad and yeah. luke chose not to fight his dad chose not to like swing the sword but he kind of let his dad like redeem himself by killing palpatine and palpatine and like throwing him into into the the core <laughs> yeah it certainly throws him into the the core of the of a star destroyer and so like why why the fuck did he jump to the conclusion of now i'm gonna kill my nephew because i can't handle this like you're the dude that saved you saved darth vader like yeah. you're the you're the reason like all this shit is happening right now. Like, are you telling me that you saw no turning back at this point? It was just like, he was, it was too bad, man. It's like, I'm just going to kill him. Like, that's the thing that... Oh, really, when he was a little kid? Yeah, when he was a little kid. Yeah. He, he just comes to the conclusion of like, I'm going to kill him. And it's like, dude, you're the one guy in the galaxy that's done this before. With the dude that's way worse. He was totally corrupted at that point. He had killed, like, planets worth of people at that point. This is a kid who's still training to be a Jedi. Like, yeah. he still hasn't been, like, corrupted the way the other guy has. Like, I didn't understand. Like, that was, to me, and I think, I'm sure, uh, like, Star Wars nerds around the world were, like, watching that going, like, that makes no sense. Yeah. That's, like, that's, like, going to, I don't even know, like, I don't know what the equivalent is, but it's, like, you basically took the one thing that makes luke skywalker luke skywalker out of his character and it's like the fact that he was able to to like like find the good in people 
and all of a sudden he can't find the good in Which this makes kid. him endearing, yeah. And it's just like, he's... What? That doesn't make sense, because at this point... And maybe you can make the argument that right now Kylo Ren is stronger than Luke's, than uh, Darth Vader is. Um, but at that point, he definitely wasn't. It's like a young Kylo Ren. Yeah. And like... Or and not Ben only Solo. And, okay, and then not only that, but like... For Luke to do that... Like, it... There's no explanation why. Like they kind of he goes, I didn't want to see what happened to Darth, what Darth Vader did happen to this kid, so I just had to destroy it. Yeah. Like they should have like said something about Snoke playing with Luke Skywalker's mind because they they introduced that idea like when he when uh, Snoke was saying I bridge the force between you know Ray and yourself uh, to do that. Like it would have made more sense if like you know snoke was playing with luke skywalker's mind corrupting his mind or whatever like that would have made sense for that to happen yeah but no they don't explain it. it's just like luke was just like oh shit man i saw some dark side in him i just wanted to kill it get rid of him or whatever yeah and it's just like and it, and it would have made like okay because in the movie uh luke is always talking about like you know i failed him you know i'm sorry i failed him like that would have explained his sorrow even more you know yeah. because it's like i let the dark side get in kind of thing yeah but they don't ever they don't ever fucking address that it doesn't make sense why luke would go to that conclusion like just all of a sudden yeah it's like when he had the chance to like rule next to palpatine or like be part of the empire at the height of its glory he chose not to and he Mm -hmm. chose to save his dad and he chose to turn all that down all of a sudden it's like this is your chance to rebuild rebuild the jedi academy and he like uh nah and then there's just that was the biggest plot hole in the whole thing and it felt really poorly written and it felt like really glazed over and like he he they mentioned kylo ren killing off the students and taking a few of the students with him and so that kind of foreshadows the knights of ren Uh and then the knights of ren never gets mentioned again never gets shown ever again there's like that one scene in episode seven where it's kylo ren and he's like surrounded by like five other like sith looking characters yeah who never get mentioned again it's just bad writing like i just felt like and it goes back to my whole point of all that backstory all that's like meaty juicy backstory you could have filled in like because this movie's like almost fucking three hours long i don't like we went at seven we didn't get out to like almost 10 30 yeah same thing i was gonna go get sushi after but then it was like almost 11 when we got out I was like, yeah Bleh. and it's just like you could have spent all that other time like Get rid of the chubby Asian story. Get rid of fucking half of Finn's story. You could have got rid of the, the purple-haired lady's like fucking story. All that bullshit. You could have explained that like in a minute and gave all that backstory for Ren and Ray and Luke and stuff like that. Spent more time on that, and it would to me it would have been a classic movie because you have all the elements there for a fucking another classic right there. And it's just like they kind of oh. piddle it away to like to sit. To me, it just felt like this movie was a way to pay for fucking Star Wars land at Disneyland. Because you look at, like, all the fucking, like, those little those little penguin-looking things that, like, yeah. are fucking bothering Chewbacca. Like, I like those things. They're adorable. They're, they're adorable as fuck. And I'm yeah. probably sure, like, one day I'll probably have six of them in my house. But yeah. they serve no purpose. And it was, like, just there. Because you know they're going to be there at Disneyland when they well, open the Well, here's Disney the World. thing. Those do have a purpose. Anytime that the Force is nearby, those make their home. They make their home there. Oh really? So and when yeah, whenever you go to like really like force sensitive places, like there's a character called the Bendu, and the Bendu is like this giant moose, and on his head he has a bunch of those little things. Oh, okay. So like that was a little nod to those things, but we've never oh, okay. seen it on cinema before. Oh, okay, yeah. Then <laughs> sorry, man, but I apologize for that. Man. <laughs> but okay, then going on to the theme, those little fucking um, those salt foxes. Oh yeah, okay. The salt foxes I had no, the crystal. They call them the crystal critters, but yeah, yeah, like. They, they, they serve no purpose either other than showing like how to get out of the place but it's just like again it was another way for like Disney to pay for their fucking uh, Star Wars land at Disneyland it's just like cause you know those are gonna sell a bunch you know what's funny you say that so my brother-in-law and niece uh, were on Star Tours recently yeah. and they said that already they've already incorporated that salt the mineral planet where they like everything turns red when you like yeah. go on it that's already part of Star Tours wow so like already they're like oh no we're gonna land on this planet and like all the red stuff starts coming out yeah. which is visually like stunning it's a beautiful scene there's yeah. a lot i will say this about it there's some like everything with snoke's little palace or whatever his little like 
part of inside the Star Destroyer, it's beautiful. It's all red and like oh yeah, I have no problem his, with that either. His guards are like fucking like cool looking or whatever. Obviously, there are some like to me the best scene in the whole thing is when Ray and Kylo Ren team up to like destroy everything. Oh yeah, I had no problem with that scene. Ever. Oh man, I was like foaming at the mouth when that happened. And honestly, too, like I was telling Greg this over text, like like when uh, Ren when he kills fucking Snoke. I feel like they did that too soon. Like, that should have been how fucking episode nine, the next movie, that's how that should have ended. Yeah. Is where, like, he, you know, where he finally, where he turns and he kills Snoke. Like, that should have been, that that ending right there, like, that's how, like, the whole fucking, this trilogy should have ended. Because that would have been a badass sequence right there. Uh-huh. But instead, you kind of, like, blew your load early and it's just like, now you got to make up some kind of new peril. I don't know what they're going to do for the next one. To be I don't know either. To be honest with you, like, they answered, and I, I'm using, like, little air quotes here by using the word answer, but they they spoiled a lot of the surprises with this one. Mm-hmm. Like, Snoke's dead, done. Uh, Luke's dead, done. You don't have Leia for the next one because she's dead in real life. Um, so now you have all these new characters, and you kind of have to, like, ride them from now on. Yeah. And... You don't know what's gonna happen. Like besides Chewbacca and the and the robots, you have nothing yeah. from the original now. Chewbacca I mean, was cool. I'll say that. I know. I love. I wish he was in there more. Like, yeah, dude. Chewbacca and the birds were like the funny. Dude, those birds were adorable. I want to share with the birds on them. Like, <laughs> they're cool, man. I mean, I I guess you telling me about like how the Bendu yeah. they fucking flock to wherever the forces. I guess that makes them cool and integral. But I wish they would have explained that in the movie. Because how the fuck are you gonna know about that? Well, there's like little things, like the thing with um, with uh, Captain Phasma and her suit or whatever. There's like things that they didn't explain, but they're kind of like. Well, see, I mean, that doesn't deserve an explanation, but at the same time, like that's a cool, like little fun fact. But like those guys, like they should have had an explanation. Like Luke could have been, or like Ray could have asked her, like, "Oh, what's up with these things? Oh, they're wherever the Force is strong." You know, like that would have been a cool line, like as opposed to like. The chubby Asian, like I just have a problem with the chubby Asian and Finn. Oh, the, she was such a bad character. And the and the Ugh. and the purple haired lady, like I, she, the Hillary Clinton purple looking lady, like she didn't need to be in there. Fucking, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I said, this is the reason why Trump won the election is because it's fucking the Last Jedi. Someone yeah. said the Last Jedi early. Someone, okay, I don't know. There, it's not all bad. There's, no, but I thought the beginning scene was pretty cool. Like, there were some cool things about it. Yeah, and I, mean, I feel like it was, it felt like, ah, you know, if it wasn't for that whole time space thing where, like, the time that elapsed from that one to this one isn't adding up, I would buy it a lot more. Like, almost 50% more, I would be more sold on it. Because it would explain why Ray is more well trained and, like, things like that. Like, I don't know. Like, you're just not, the casual person might not pay attention to things like that, but. The, the nerd knows, like, hey, this guy, she's old. Like, there's no way she's that in tune with the Force and she's that old. Mm-hmm. And, like, because the Jedi normally train kids at, like, age five. Yeah. <laughs> age five and up. So well, they, they address that, though, like, in the prequels and even um, in the original trilogy. is just, like, like when Yoda's, like, talking about, oh, he's too old. Yeah. Like, when he's talking about Luke and they're talking about Anakin. Like, they always talk about that, but it's just, like... yeah. And at that point, at that point, they're not even using things like force push and things like that. It's mostly like a, that's why they put those like helmets on them because they want to just be able to like feel the force around them. And that's the thing that bugs me about that little kid at the very end that pulls the fucking broom towards him because that's some fucking witchcraft shit. There's no way he could be that powerful with the force. Like Yoda is not that powerful. They with stole the force. that scene, by the way, from a, a, a '80s movie called Breaking or whatever. Like where Tron like gets the like he's like break dancing and he yeah. pulls like the fucking broom or whatever. Just YouTube it. Like, oh my god, it, man. Dave Chappelle has a skit on it too. Like, I when I saw that scene, I was like, "That is some bullshit ass thing." There's no way he's that powerful. Like, like fucking Anakin Skywalker at his prime was not that powerful when he was a little kid because he would have been around the same age as Anakin Skywalker at like when he's in um, pod racing and shit. Yeah, he's like pod racing and he's in Dagobah. I don't know where he's at. Um, but uh, yeah, whenever Tatooine. he Tatooine when he's pod racing and tatooine um um when he's pod racing like his his connection to the force is the fact that his reflexes are like off the charts but he's not moving shit with his mind no. 
He's not doing any of that shit. That's Darth motherfucking Vader. Baby. Yeah, it's just like, what? Who is this kid? Like now, you you have to explain why that kid's so yeah. powerful. Yeah. And again, that's not something that a casual, like you know, like some dude that just watches Star Wars because it's cool would notice. But I fucking noticed that. I was mm-hmm. like, that's not possible. Like you have to explain to me why that guy's so powerful. And that means because the way the light and the dark balance each other out, that means that somewhere in the galaxy. There's just an evil ass like child that's just as powerful as he is. Mm-hmm. Assuming that that's not the evil guy. That's true. I don't know. Well, I don't know. He had that that sweet merch ring. Yeah, that fucking... every kid's gonna want now. Exactly. That's yeah. Oh <laughs> my god. So, I guess I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, no, I mean I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it on Blu-ray when it comes out. Yes, I, because I... now I have all of them on Blu-ray, and I I, I don't want to have one missing. Like even though it's like to me like the Disaster Artist. Yeah, like that movie is a fucking classic. Go out and watch that movie for sure. I'm, like, I'm kind of disappointed that I don't have any plans to do a podcast on that movie. Yeah. But watch that movie. Like, I'll probably buy this movie before I buy this movie. But like, yeah, I'm still gonna buy it. I'm still gonna buy those cute, fluffy fucking penguin things. Oh, they're adorable. Man. I'm probably gonna have a silver fucking salt fox in my house or if, whatever. If you had to give this movie a, a like letter grade, what would you give it? C minus. C minus. I'd probably give it. I need to watch it like four more times before I really see. I'm cool on watching it ever again. Like even when I buy it, I'll probably like watch it, but like not really watch it. Yeah, I'll probably play words with friends or Instagram (laughs) while it's on in the background. But like, I give it a C minus just based off of that whole like college kid writing a term paper thing. Like, I'll give it a C plus just because there were some of the like sickest scenes in any Star Wars movie in this movie. At the same time, it's some of the worst writing in any Star Wars movie. Yeah. So, and the Force did not balance out this movie. No, it did not. <laughs> well, C plus for me. But with that said, uh, do you want to see the? I know we we're probably gonna see the Han Solo movie, but oh yeah, I'll definitely see the Han Solo movie. Yeah, but I am not excited for it. No. Yeah, I know it makes me. If Rogue One made me like on fire for like this movie, yeah. But see, what if we go in there and it's really good? Then, then I'll be like super excited for it, but I don't think it's gonna be really good because I can already see like the blueprint that they're going for. It's like a bunch of young actors and childish Gambinos in here, and blah, it's just like oh. I will say this though: the guy that's playing uh, Han Solo, I think, um, or from what I've heard, um, have you seen Baby uh, Baby Driver yet? No. Watch Baby Driver. The kid that's playing that the main character in that movie, I guess he's supposed to be the new Han Solo, uh-huh. and. At first, like, when you see a picture, you're like, oh, this weak dick, motherfucker. Like, that's yeah. what I have. Well, when you look at him, you're like, oh, man, he's going to be <laughs> fucking Han Solo? Ah, is it? it you you kind of look at it like, it's like when I heard Heath Ledger was going to be the Joker. I was like, ah, oh, this son of a bitch. I actually didn't know who Heath Ledger was. Oh, yeah, no, he was in a bunch of chick flicks and stuff. You're like, you look at him, you're like, ah, oh, all disappointed. But then you watch Baby Driver, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, I'm sold. He, he can be Han Solo. Yeah. Like, to me, Baby Driver is one of the best movies of the year. Okay, I'll yeah. watch it. It's right up there with a the disaster artist. I'll say that. I like the disaster. Oh, I haven't seen a disaster artist, but I'm a, I've been a huge fan of the room for oh, like dude. years and years and years. It actually, I think I told you how much it bugs me, how much like dick writing I've I've heard for <laughs> for this movie, where it's like people that hadn't even seen the room are like, oh man, yeah, yeah I'm not gonna name names, but it's just like fuck, fuck that shit. Like when when. When we were doing this shit, like, two years ago, in, like, an empty-ass movie theater where, like, it was just, like, a bunch of fat nerds in there throwing spoons at the movie screen. Now they probably made it know why they're throwing spoons at the movie screen, but, eh, I don't know. But I can't wait to see it. I'm going to watch it eventually. Yeah. Like, and I'm probably guilty of that, too, because I had no idea what the room was before I saw that, but, you know what? Like, that's why you share good good ideas with people. All right. True. Yeah. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you for not letting me know about uh, this. Well, but anyway. I don't Watch want to turn this part. Huh? Watch Birdemic. No, you know what? Actually, I fucking hate that movie. Really? You hate Birdemic? Oh, my God. I love Birdemic. I got rather... I, I like Birdemic more than I like The Room. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dude, there's so much cool shit about Birdemic. I could go on and on. <laughs> we'll have a podcast on We'll that. do a podcast about Birdemic. Bad movies. Bad. Oh, good, I, great bad movies. How you, about that? Really quickly, you know the guy, the, the director of... Birdemic, when he took that to someone because they were he had a, he had a contract with someone to add the CGI, the guy was like, "What the fuck is this? Is this is a joke." He just told him to leave, so he never he paid him, but he never did any of the CGI for it. So all the birds are done on clip art. <laughs> so like, 
Dude, it's fucking genius. I love Birdemic, but yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, Anyways. Star Wars. Well, that said, everybody, uh, <laughs> please make sure you fucking like and subscribe our fucking show. Uh, I, I, apparently, not everybody uses iTunes, I guess, but uh-huh. we're on Google Play. I submitted an application to be on fucking Spotify, so we'll be on there. I don't know, we'll probably get like sued or whatever for using like copyrighted music, but we're working on that. We're actively working on creating our own music. Also, too, I just want to put a shout out out there. Like, if anybody, like any artists out there, preferably Chris Borbin, yeah. if you guys can make us like a like an official logo and some, like sticker art, like that'd be much appreciated. Um, also, too, probably won't be able to pay you for it, but you can kind of love it. So you get a shout out. Yeah, you'll get a shout out. I can give you a cup of coffee with some sweet ass creamer in it, but just put that out there. But with that said, everybody, enjoy the show. Have a good night. Good evening. May the force be with you. Yeah. One thing we forgot to talk about was uh, Benicio Del Toro's character. Oh, yeah. And I hated his character. He served no purpose whatsoever. And the fact that they added that most for like... I was like, oh my god, that's such like bad writing where they tried to do like add levels to a character by having like a lisp or something or a link or an eye patch or some shit. I, I'm glad oh. you brought that up because like that was like another one of the things I was like, alright, they're just trying to appease fucking disabled people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we didn't bring it up then. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna make it on an intro, <laughs> but but it did. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, like some producer in Hollywood was just all like, <laughs> he was like, all right, we got ourselves a fucking Asian. She's fat. We got ourselves a black guy. We got ourselves somebody who's Puerto Rican or Mexican. We got ourselves a, a is, is that guy Jewish? This guy is the biggest waste of characters. They never explain why. I'm sure they'll eventually write him into the script of like yeah. what he is, like the executioner or some shit. But the producer was like, we need a disabled guy. <laughs> we, Why is there nobody in a wheelchair? <laughs> we need a guy in a list. We're not fucking fairly representative. Everybody <laughs> needs to be fairly representative in this fucking universe. <laughs>